It's fine. We'll get it one of these days. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Hello, 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 house guests, and welcome to the Cup TV, where we put the real and the tea in reality, and you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. Say something gay. Gay. I am drinking the little bit of, of my remnants of my strawberry peach tea currently. It's lovely. And water, because hydration is always incredibly important. Yes, it is. And hello, house guest. I am Lana, your resident diva, here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea, because you know I love me some tea per. And if you have something, you know what to do. Hit me up. Um, I'm drinking orange sun kiss. Period. Not sponsored. Should be, because I drink Wish enough we of you. Wish we were. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah. But, you know, if I was drinking anything, I would be drinking it out of my <laughs> cut mug. Cut mug. Da, 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 cut mug. You know what? Okay. I'm going to pour the rest of my tea into my cup mug today. That's Period. Today. Period. Because all, all the cool kids have one. You should get you one, too. And, um, yeah, you can get you one at lanagsgcreations.etsy.com where we have all our cup merch and other things that we're going to be rolling out soon and the things that we have now. So check us out. We'll love to get you a cup mug. And we do ship internationally, so they are no excuses. Period. But enough about our cup merch because we're here to talk about Big Brother. We are 25. live. We're live. About Big Brother because we have decided, fuck it, we're just going to do it live. Right. And for our audio listeners, you'll get it after the fact. Um, so, yeah, but we're here because the evictions happened yesterday. There was an episode. There sure was. And the there was an episode that an episode that happened during the time that they said it was going to happen, and they took up their hour. Now, did they give us content that was worth anything? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> they gave us something. They gave us an episode of television. We do also, we have the Wednesday episode to talk about as well, which we kind of already discussed a little bit through our live, our live feed spoilers. Not we'll a talk. lot happened. We'll talk briefly about it. But, I mean, the eviction has happened. Unfortunately, the eviction has happened. Unfortunately. We we're all... Okay, I just have to say, first and foremost, those of y'all that listen to Spoiler Girl, you need to stop. Point blank in the period, you need to stop listening to her because she's not real. She is not a part of production. And she doesn't give y'all tea. Y'all want to think that she gives you tea, but no, she doesn't give you tea. Because you want to know what didn't happen last night? We didn't get an 18th house guest. The eviction was not canceled. Um, she spilled some other... She said Derek X was going into the house. It's like... Huh? No. Yeah, none of Don't. that happened. None of that happened. I will just say this. When we get... Well, talking about Wednesday's episode, um, it was a typical Wednesday episode where we get the veto competition and, you know, the veto ceremony... And a lot of talking from the nominees about, you know, well, a lot of talking from Kirsten because Felicia felt very safe. She didn't have to campaign. She didn't have to do anything. 
So a lot of talking from Kirsten, trying to keep herself in this game, trying to make inroads where there were none, people were not listening. And the way it was just like, okay, nobody, everybody had their mind made up. And I felt so bad for her because it was nothing she could say or do that will have anybody changing their mind about keeping her. Because number one, she was against Felicia. Nobody felt the need to get rid of Felicia at this point. Felicia is not a threat to anybody. And then number two, they all were like, well, she kind of just played too hard this first couple of, of days. Like, she played too hard. So we have to do that. We have to get rid of her. And it's nothing else that could do it. <laughs> nothing, nothing else to say. She just has to go. And I was like, hmm, I don't know if that's really necessary for her to go right now. But, oh, okay, if, if you say so. It was, it, was, it, was, it was interesting. But we do the veto competition, and the veto competition is Atomic Wedgie. I don't know if you have the name. Atomic Wedgie, I believe, was the name of the competition. So, okay. Uh, they had to put a puzzle of flowers together and stack up these flower pieces. Stack them up. It's a very classic first veto comp, honestly. Like, this is kind of like, I remember it on, um, what was it, BB-19? I think they did a BB-20 for the first veto. BB-22, I think. Like, we've seen so many, we've seen this kind of comp so many different times. Yeah, and they stacked the flower pieces up, but at every random time, they would grab them up by the underpants and lift them in the air and give this them an atomic wedgie, and then sprinklers would come on and get them all soaking wet, and it was just like... Uh, yeah. It, it was more annoying than anything, but it was like, okay, there's the... But... The veto competition happens. Everybody's getting close. Everybody's pieces fall. But eventually, the winner turns out to be Hysom. Hysom. And yes, so the, the players, we didn't talk about who, who was playing. Oh, that's um, true. We had... Because it's um, so irrelevant to me right I mean, now. I'm sorry. Kind of. But we had, obviously, Riley, Kirsten, and Felicia competing, as well as Hysom, Blue, and Cameron. Um, it was the closest people were... Cameron was very close. Kirsten was very, very close and then dropped. Uh, Riley was very close. And then, yes, Tyson does win the power of Vito in the first week. And basically, it's, it, we skip to the end of the episode. Basically. It's like the Vito ends at like the 50-minute mark. And I'm like, huh? Okay, sure. Um, it was so weird. Like, don't, and then it's like, don't. Uh, Riley was like, don't use the veto. And Hyson's like, okay. Okay. And then he doesn't because he, and he says he can't decide between Felicia and Kirsten as to who should go home. So here's my problem with that. Like, Hyson disappointed me in very various ways throughout. Wednesday's episode and Thursday's episode. And this one was one of them because this was the biggest cop out. Like you knew. I can't, I can't, 
I can't decide between the two of you. So I'm going to let the house guests do it. Like you don't have a vote. Bruh. You still have to vote. You still have to decide. You know what you were doing. Just say, hey, I'm going to keep it up because I want to. Like, why are we going through this theatrics and dramatizations of why you're not going to use the video? I decided I'm not going to use the veto because I don't want to. <laughs> uh, that's basically it. So we go into we go into last night's episode, and it's Felicia and Kirsten. This episode was supposed to be the episode we were all waiting for, uh-huh. because what happened with Luke and his removal? They were going to explain this and show this on this episode. And so we were waiting for it. And they, they sure did show it. They buried it though. Like they really buried it. It was like, this should be your lead-off story. This should be what you start this episode about. And you start talking about it, and we're getting reactions to what happened and how people felt about this. This is your Emmy moment, big brother. Like, this is the moment that people were like, oh, they dig deep into. The, the troubles and the racisms of the of the house and yeah. how did that react and how did people feel about that? You should get diary rooms of people talking about this. And it was, but now we start the episode like any regular episode and they, they're showing um, how the house is reacting after the veto. Kirsten is like, oh, I'm just so, I'm so upset. This is not the end of me, though. I still have some fight left in me. Although we all do, girl. You ain't got a chance in, you know, to get this. And she's just like, oh, it's not over. Felicia's like, I know. I know. I'm safe. But I. it's just, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why they wouldn't cancel this eviction after the Luke incident. Because after last season when Paloma left, they canceled the eviction. Exactly. Um, but then, of course, they're like, well, she was part of the nominees. So she possibly, she had a back, you know, she was backstage. So she could have been a part of it. But since Luke wasn't on the block, Sure. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't agree. I'm very annoyed. I'm just like, whatever. But they go into, finally, we get, the, like I said, it's just normal conversation, normal things about, you know, going around the house. And then they finally get to the, the conversation with Luke. They kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I kind of froze for a second, but um, they kind of like said it, did it, and was like, okay. They like they showed it, and then like the whole situation around it basically lasted about five minutes. Right. 
Like they show they show Kirsten talking to Luke, and then Luke went to go tell Jared, Heisman, and Corey, and that's when it happens. And then we see him go to the DR, and he never comes back. And then they play this like weird positive music, and they're like. O'Reilly has like a message from Big Brother and she's excited and then she realized what's happened. She's like, oh God. And then what was what was interesting to me, and I think really interesting is the only word to describe this whole scenario. So Riley is like, Luke has been removed because of a breach of contract, basically, because he used a racial slur. And the first person to pop up in this conversation to say anything about, like, what actually happened in the moment was Corey. Mm -hmm. And Corey's trying to explain it and, like, give context to people. Mm -hmm. And then Jared jumps in and says that it's not, like, this doesn't need to be a family conversation. And, like, kind of just like it's just like Corey you don't need to be the one explaining this well then if you wanted to be the one explaining it Jared then you should have said something because no matter what it was out and people know and they're going to want to know what happened everybody in that room is going to know want to know what happened and for you to sit there and be like, I don't think we should discuss this in a group. Well, when do we go to discuss it? Because obviously, and I don't care what you say, Jared, you were not going to say anything to anybody about it ever because you were embarrassed of your re- own reaction and how you let it slip and slide by. And knowing that people would be like, well, what did you say? And you would have to explain that you didn't say anything. So you were embarrassed that you didn't even say anything. And so you didn't want this discussed. I know what it is. He ain't on his mama looking like, you just let him say that? You ain't say nothing? You just let him sit there and didn't say nothing? And that was the thing. And that was embarrassment. And you know what, Jared, that's on you. If you embarrassed that you sat there and was so shocked that you didn't say anything, which is your prerogative. Like you cannot say anything. I don't, I'm not going to police you on what to say or how to react to anything because you can react how you want to react. But if you are not going to say anything and not going to react and then joke around with him afterwards, then it's on you. That's on you. But then when somebody's trying to explain the situation, don't be like, oh, we can't talk about this in the group situation. It's not going to... You're embarrassed because you didn't say anything. And that's on you. That's on you. And I was like, why are you mad at Corey for, for saying what's happening? But then Tyson jumps in. I didn't hear that. I'm like, you what? Oh, you didn't hear that? You you didn't hear that. Your reaction says you heard it. Your face says you heard it. You instantly walking out the room says you heard it. But you want to sit there and say you didn't hear it? Mm-hmm. Bruh, 
please. There is nobody on this earth. Jesus himself will have to come down here and tap me on the shoulder and say, Lana, actually, he didn't hear it. For me to believe this man didn't hear it. And I know he talked about he had hearing loss, but you said you had 60% hearing loss in one ear and 100% hearing in the other ear. 60 and 100, your hearing ain't that bad. It ain't that bad. You heard some things. So. Exactly, yes, man. Like the whole right. house is now involved, even if they weren't present. Exactly. He's been removed from the whole house. So everybody is now involved. And they just read a whole message from Big Brother to the entire group. So we're not going to, oh, after this message is read, let's break off the little groups and talk about it. No, this needs to be discussed by the house. And for court to sit there and say, I, I don't, I, we should discuss this in, uh, mm, no, you're just mad because you're embarrassed. Because you didn't say something. You're mad because you're embarrassed because you didn't say something. And that is your problem. But Heisen saying he didn't hear it. I, I'm never going to believe that. I'm never going to buy it. Ain't nobody gonna ever go convince me. There's nothing anybody can say. So fight, fight, fight with your mama. If you got comments about it, fight with your mama. I'm not the one to hear it. You, ain't no devil's advocate. Ain't no backpedaling for me. I think he heard it. I don't know why he was trying to act like yeah. he didn't hear it. When we saw he heard it, his reaction said he heard it. He left so fast. We know you heard it. And that's yeah. fine that you heard it and you won't don't want to acknowledge that you heard it, you hear it, but we know you heard it. But whatever. And for sure. Imagine if Izzy was in the room. Jesus. Yeah, if Izzy was in that room, please. Everybody would have knew the second he said it. Like, what? She would have blew a gasket. And I would have been like proud. Thank you, Izzy. Oh, absolutely. But like, ugh, I, I, that bothered me. That bothered me that he just was like, yeah. I didn't hear it. And then Jared, I, I, we don't need to talk about it because if we don't want to talk about it now. Then when do we talk about it? When do we talk about it? But that was that. And we'll talk about more about this later because some things happened in live feeds today that I want to talk about that we need to discuss. Mm, um. Um, so, but yeah, pretty much the other big thing across both episodes is like, we see the two sides of the house forming. We see mm -hmm. the family style and then within that, the handful and then within that crowd control, which crowd control hasn't really been mentioned whatsoever. Mm -mm. Um, but it is like the main core of what was. And mm -hmm. I use, I'm emphasizing the word was mm -hmm. um, family style, which was Riley, Jack, and Blue. Mm -hmm. um, so we see the the family style side, and we see the professor side forming, and that's it's it's basically older house guests versus younger house guests. So that's mm -hmm. kind of the divide we're getting. Um, and then I mean, yeah, they go to the eviction. Like there really isn't a whole lot. To talk this about. was a waste of time. This is such this, a waste of time. This episode could have been an email. It really could have because this was such a... You had so much good content because live feeds were amazing. This is the crazy part about Big Brother to me and I've never understand it. How in the world do you have so much great content? So much amazing content from your live feeds that is given throughout the week and you take an edited show of all that great content and water it down to nothing for the actual episodes. Like, 
the Izzy erasure in these episodes was like mind boggling. And I'm like, she was giving main character energy this weekend on the live feeds. Like there was nowhere you could go and Izzy wasn't there talking to somebody. Same thing with Hytham and same thing with Cameron and same thing. Like the people who were giving the most and talking the most, you barely showed them on the, on the, um, on the edits. And then on the, on the, and so the casual fans have no idea what we see on these live views and why we're so hyped up about Izzy and why we're so hyped up about, um, how we're so mad or amped up at Cameron and why Suri is playing how, how Suri is actually playing. And what it, it's just like, how did you take such good feeds and then narrow it down to the minute minuscule of things to make such a bad episode? Like casuals are confused about why everybody's hyping up Izzy online and they're like, I don't even see Izzy. Who's Izzy? What is she doing? Why is Cameron like this? Why do we not like Cameron? Why do we do why do we like Cameron? Like it's I, I agree it, completely. I, it definitely would have given them more time, but that's I don't. They didn't want to do that. They didn't want to focus. This is what I'm. This is what I'm gathering, and I'm sorry I'm talking a lot, but this is what I'm gathering. They don't want to focus on the Luke issue because the people who, or the demographic that they they are used to showing Big Brother to, who they really actually care about, um, Middle America, older white people, uh, yeah. they don't want to see they good old American-made white male get into trouble over saying something racial because it's like, well, what he, what, he didn't mean it in a bad way. And we acknowledge that he didn't mean it in a bad way. Exactly. We said he didn't mean it in a bad way. He wasn't being malicious. That's not yeah. something that we have a problem with. The problem is that he said it so comfortably. And if they let him stay in the house, he would say it again because he feel like nothing that happened to him. And he felt like and he effed around and he found out, yeah, you you say stupid stuff, you get stupid, you get reactions and you get things happen to you. And but they don't want to show that. They don't want to focus on that. They don't care to focus on black people's reaction to hearing someone who they were in the house with saying something racial. They don't want to talk to the other black people in the house because Jared was enough. Because Jared is one Jared was okay with it. So if Jared is okay with it. All black people must be okay with it. So that's what they showed. That's what they showed. And that's very disappointing in CBS because we gave you your props. The, the minute you threw out Luke for violating the rules and gave you your props for you to turn around and just spit in our face. But I also have another theory about this and I, the reason why this eviction continued to happen and continued to go on because People are like, well, um, Kirsten said it too. She said it on feeds as well. Yeah. So if Kirsten said it, why wasn't she put out? Well, we all know why she shouldn't have been put out because that ain't, we're not offended by Kirsten saying it because she black. And as much as society hates that and as much as White people were like, well, that's not fair. Life isn't fair. Y'all showed us that life isn't fair. You've proven to us that life isn't fair. So, but the fact that she said it and they got it on tape and it's like, well, she said it so she can get on. But CBS couldn't actually put her out, put her out because that'd be rude 
And that'll be weird. And they already knew that the whole house was planning on voting. Right. So they just let it go. They just let it go. And so they're like, well, she was already gone. Let's just let her go. And that way we'll appease them and we'll appease them. Everybody's happy. That's my theory. What do you think, Logan? Any or any thoughts or anything else? I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the head, if I'm being honest. Like, I think I'm upset that the eviction still happened. Obviously, it's not a good look, regardless. Um, I I will play devil's advocate on production side, and again, I don't think production handled this well. Let me make that very clear. Um, because there should have been more of a focus in the episode on um on the situation and in my opinion the eviction should have been canceled i don't know whether it would have messed with whatever the twist is this week i don't know whether it would have messed with like the functioning of the hoh competition because we don't fully know what the hoh comp was yet so i'm just like there may have been reasons for them not doing it but at the end of the day if luke hadn't been removed there still would have been 16 house guests at the end of this week and there would have been 15 people playing for the HOH. So I'm not really all that sure what happened. I I definitely think your theory about, you know, Kirsten also saying it could be true. I think I think I would maybe I would tend to agree with that um with that theory that you have. It's unfortunate. I don't know. I I wish they had gotten more of the perspective of other black players. There are four other, and I'm going to say it, there are four other black women in this house and none of them had a DR or anything talking about this scenario. And the only person whose opinion was got in in a DR was Jared's. (laughs) And that's what bothers me because it's like you have four black women in this house along with Jared. You don't get their perspectives. We don't know how they feel about it. I'm sure by the time they leave the house, they're going to be instructed not to talk about it. Yep. So we probably will never know how they feel. And feeds were down for almost a day and a half. Yeah. Once that happened, we lost feeds. We didn't get them back till after the episode, way, way after the episode, way probably into after the HOH was, was over. I think it, it was around 1 a.m. Big Brother time mm-hmm. today. Yeah. When the so, came back on. And that was after the HOH happened. After the so. HOH happened. So it, it was like, we don't know. We will probably never know how they feel about everything because they're, they're definitely going to tell them not to talk about it. And that's very un that's unsettling because I, I, I'm be honest, y'all know, and everybody keeps saying y'all need to listen to black women. This is a black uh, uh, co- this is supposed to be a micro a microcosm of the America, and even in America, we like when things happen, black women are the ones in the front lines trying to fix it and stuff. And then 
when like when something bad happened, people are like, ah, oh, we didn't know this was gonna happen. When black women have been saying this is gonna happen, this is what it is, y'all see this happening, y'all. What and you don't even value the opinion of the black women in this house. We don't even get to know what they felt, how they felt in this moment when it happened or hearing about it. Like, what's their reaction to Jared not saying anything? It's so frustrating. Like you cast more POCs, you say black people, you want a 50% diversity thing, you cast more black people, you cast more POCs, but then when something happens to a specific community, you don't even talk about it. You don't even let the people in that community talk about it. And you don't give us their reactions, their responses, how they feel. And all you're going to do is continue to cut feeds every time somebody starts to mention it. And it's like, are you, mm, it's so very frustrating. What's the point of saying you're going to cast more POCs and black people, but then when something happens, you don't want to address it and you don't want to address it properly. You don't want to address it thoroughly. It's so frustrating. Yeah. It's so very frustrating. And so I'm just like, ugh, so annoyed. Cast more POCs, but still only really highlight one voice at a time. Yeah, I, yep. I agree. That's fine. Completely. Absolutely. Yep. Because they said they gave them the palatable answer, and that was Jared's. It's okay. It wasn't that big of a deal. I was confused and I was uncomfortable, but I didn't want to say anything. That's a palatable answer for the people who they're generating, who they want to watch their show, just negating everybody else who is watching their show. Yeah. But we go along with the eviction. And by a vote of 13 to 0, Kirsten is evicted from the Big Brother house. We go from a white man saying a racial slur in the house to evict, to have two black women on the block nominated and evicting one black woman from the house. Way to go, CBS. Way to go. And there's no chance of a pre-jury nope. buyback because Julie told her everything and Julie told her that Jared and Sari are related and uh, and we saw her on Instagram today so she's definitely home go send Kirsten all the love in the world truly genuinely and honestly just send her all the love send her everything you could we love Kirsten she deserves so much better she deserves she so much better. She's gonna go down as one of the house guests of all time that like truly just deserved better. Just deserved better. Like her, Kimmy, they just deserve better. Her, Kemi, Jody, yeah, Cameron, yeah. Cameron, you know what just, three of those four people have in common. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just deserve better. Just saying. But all right, darlings and divas and house guests, we are gonna move into our live feed spoiler section of our review today that is all we have for the episodes of week one of bb25 oh because because we got really weird endings on the episode it was like where are the house guests where are the house guests oh no they're all gone julie needs to work on her acting and that portal come on graphics y'all do better than that it is so weird it's so but, weird. But, okay. So we do have an HOH 
Live Let's... are currently down four nominations. Yes. Nominations are happening as we speak. Um, ah, yes. I see there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I put the I put the ticker on there. I love a ticker. It makes it easier because we have other banners to put up. So, I love a good ticker. We are going to be talking about the new HOH. We are going to be talking about who the noms probably will be. Um, so if you don't want to know that information, thank you for joining us. Make sure to hit all of the buttons on your preferred uh, audio or visual platform that say you support us because we love supporting you. Uh, do all the following things. Do those things. Yada, yada, yada. Y'all know how to do the things. Um, goodbye now. Bye-bye. Goodbye. So long. Farewell. We're starting I'll spoilers. get a merch. You get the merch. Link below. Uh, we're starting spoilers in three, two, one. Okay. So, Seeds came back at around 12.30, 1 a.m. BB time this morning. Um, what we know about the HOH is that it was a, like, knockout round-based competition based in the scary verse. We don't know what the comp was necessarily, but we do know who the, uh, who the top two of the comp were. And we know that the HOH for this week is Hysum. And I'm going to applaud that because it just means that Felicia is safe. Suri is safe. Jared, Period. safe. Izzy, safe. Bowie, safe. Uh, Red can be safe, I guess. That's fine. Um, who else is on that side? That's everybody. Yeah. Miko. Mimi, safe. Perfect, lovely, and wonderful. So... Uh, yeah, so Hysum is the HOH this week. We know that Jared came in second place in this competition and for some reason <laughs> was sent to the nether. <laughs> um, we are not sure why. We don't exactly know for what reason. Um, we know that he came back into the house shortly before feeds went down for nominations yes so we know he is now back in the house he has returned from the nether he spent but, the night there he didn't get to sleep on a bed and he had to communicate through the memory, memory wall. wall but he left and someone took his place and that was jag so jag is now in the nether regions he cannot be nominated not that he's yeah. going to be nominated, but he cannot be yeah. nominated. Um, and he's in another until who knows when. Who fucking knows? Who knows? Um, and that's like the twist of this week is that they're they're gonna keep sending people to the nether. I don't I don't know. We don't know exactly what this twist entails, but we know that Jared was there, is back, and now Jag is in the nether. So yeah um not much happened last night because obviously they got the feeds came back on very very late Tyson got his hoh stuff uh in the in the storeroom and then his room opened like shortly after that um he didn't really do any of his conversations until about three or four hours ago mm -hmm. because in classic bb fashion they didn't know <laughs> this is the first time <laughs> nominations are actually happening um they didn't know that it was um, today <laughs> they didn't know it was today so um 
So yeah, he started having his conversations with a lot of people. A lot of people. And basically his strategy, according to his conversation with Felicia, which is the conversation I'm going to believe the most, mm-hmm. um, is that he just wants to dismantle the other side of the house. He wants to yes. dismantle family style. And we know that very like I would say about we're about 97% sure that his noms are going to be Riley and Cameron with Riley as his target and Cameron sitting on the block as the pawn because he would be the most likely person to vote to save Riley yeah hallelujah I'm fine either way truly I'm okay and honestly yeah, I'm not mad. I feel like Heisem's HOH style. Now, I was disappointed with Heisem on, like I said, Thursday's episode and Wednesday's yes. episode. I'm like, yes. This, he's starting to redeem himself a little bit because yes. he is loyal to what he says he's going to do. I will give him that. Mm-hmm. He is like, my side is safe. They will have a week of not worrying. We ain't going to worry about that. What we're doing, our job and our goal right now is to put doubt in between Jag, Riley, Blue, start breaking down that alliance with Matt and Cameron and all of them and just start breaking it down. Just, you know, and he's been so straightforward in his conversations. It's interesting. It's like mm-hmm. he pull him in and he's like, so. He did every. He was even so strategic about who he pulled in and when he pulled him in. He pulled everybody from Riley's alliance in before Riley, like just to make sure he can get all the information that he could get. And he was just like, "Hey, um, so I heard Riley was saying my name last week that I was her target for this week between me and Izzy, and." It was, and I just want to make sure. And first, they were like, "Well, I mean, I don't." All of them were like, "I don't." I mean, I don't know if that. I don't think that's true. And Kim was like, "I mean, not Kim." Um, Heisen was like, "Oh, I mean, I got confirmation from Riley herself. I she she told me." And then they were like, "Oh, well, yeah, she kind of did." And like, and she told several people. And so all of them are now back, backtracking a little bit. It was like, "Well, I mean, yeah, but." And he was like, "So if you won the veto, what would you do?" It's like, <laughs> so Jag, of course, was like, I mean, I would want to save Riley, but I want to work with you. And he was like, well, if you want, if you save Riley, how do you think we'll be able to work together moving forward? Literally. I was like, Ooh. he did the same thing to Matt. Matt was like, I mean, I would want, I would consider it, but I would, I want, I don't want our trust to be broken and he was like so i mean you and riley are seen as a duo he's like we're not in the showman he was like i don't think you are i don't think you are but your these, your showman could get you in a lot of trouble and you don't want to go down like that Da-da-da-da. and matt was like i mean we're not he's like and i want to show you that i you know you can trust me so i wouldn't i i, I don't know so all of them are kind of like I mean, I wouldn't use it, I guess. If it, it, It's an intimidation factor, but not in a intimidating, like, 
you can't use this. You he's just like, I mean, how do you think that'll make it work? He's using his psychology degree and his psychology skills in the best possible way because he's like, his voice is very soothing. Yeah. It's very calm. And he's like, I'm letting you know that just because if you want to work with me, which I would, I'm very open to working with you. If you save her, how would that work in our working relationship? And so they're all like, oh, well, yeah, yeah you're right. I guess. I don't yeah. know. It's it, it's very funny. It's very funny. It, it is, yeah. I, I love the conversation Tyson is having. Um, but yeah, so I just I just double-checked again. Feeds are down. They've been yep, down I'm watching them. Great. I'm literally watching them right now. They, You're oh watching the, the cinnamon cat. roll of death? No, I'm watching the cats. Oh, okay. That's it's the cats for cats. when when we're doing something. It's the yeah, cats. So, so noms are down right now. Basically, the idea is Riley knows she's going up. Yes. It's just kind of a matter of who's going up with her. And we assume based on conversations that Hysam has had, we assume she'll be going up with Cameron. But it's likely that it'll be one of Cameron, uh, Corey, or Matt. I don't mm. think it'll be Corey just because Corey seems to be a little bit more entrenched in the professor side than any of the other people. Mm-hmm. Um, from what we heard from Heisem as well, the original plan, I believe, was Riley and Cameron. And if one of them comes down with the veto, um, Heisem would put up Matt. Which I'm sad. I don't want them to put up Matt. I, I don't think Matt would go home. I, I don't think, think Matt, Matt would go home either. Upon. The mm-hmm. memory wall has been updated. The memory wall is now up for the first time. Mm-hmm. So that lets me know that there's no other elf house guests coming in here. No. And I believe Kirsten is on the memory wall and Luke is not. And if that's not the case, I'm going to be thoroughly, fundamentally upset at Big Brother. But, um, yeah, the memory wall has been updated. Riley even made a comment. She was like, I look so angry in my photo. And I haven't seen it yet. So, I haven't seen um, it. Speaking of memory wall and photos, we got a classic Big Brother intro. We, we did. We didn't talk about it. We got an intro. We did. For the first time in years. Mm-hmm. We got an intro and a live audience for eviction. I honestly, I was watching the eviction, saw the live audience. I almost cried. I was like, <laughs> oh. so yes. Um, We're back to normal. Yeah, feeds are down currently. It's likely to be Riley and Cameron going up. Um, I do want to mention something that happened in the live feeds that was interesting to me. Please. Because do. the conversation between Heisem and Nicole happened. Mm-hmm. And during that conversation, Nicole mentioned... Because McCall has been saying on live feeds how Cameron doesn't talk to her. And only time he talks to her, he's talking to her about R&B music and just things that she, I guess, would deem as black conversations. Things that make literally. you look cool. Literally, is, I'm going to talk to the black people about the black conversation because I don't know what else to talk to you about. I have no idea what else to talk to you about. Normal, everyday things? Maybe. Possibly. Because we're not normal. We're just... We're, we're black. We're not normal to him. And so it's like, <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, he only talks to her about things that are black related and things that just he thinks are cool for her because he has nothing in common with her. 
And so she mentions this to Heisman and she was like, after the whole Luke incident happened, um, we after, like literally, she said, we literally walked from the living room to the backyard and sat down. And in like five seconds, everybody, he said, people was trying to think of, you know, process what was going on. It was silent. People were trying to process things. And she said, we literally had five seconds of silence before Luke was like, hey, anybody want pizza? Anybody want pizza? And she was just like, why? 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 Why would you? And so she says she, um, they got up and went to the bathroom and she kind of confronted him about it. Was like, hey, um, you, you broke up a piece of silence that was needed for people to process. Your jokes is very awkward and off-putting and it was unnecessary because you took a very serious moment and you wanted to make jokes about it and it's not the time to make jokes. And he was like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm so, it, I am I kind of feel awkward in situations like this, so I don't know what to do. So I make a, you know, I try to, I was like, sometimes maybe just be quiet. Maybe if, if it's an awkward situation that you don't know what to do, do nothing. Just don't say anything. Why? Why? It's a serious nature, and you're jumping around. Anybody want pizza? That's kind of weird. Yeah. Kind of weird. So she said, I kind of was like, that was a moment where we were trying to process things and and trying to, and it failed. It failed. It failed. Anybody want cake? Anybody want cake? And it failed. Because this was a serious moment. It was very serious. And people were trying to figure out how they want to deal with this and how they want to handle this. And you jumping about anybody want pizza. And it was like, she's like, and now he's walking around on eggshells with me trying to be like, he don't know what to say. And I was like, well, I would rather him not talk. So Mimi was like, I mean, I understand you want Roger to go and that's fine. I'll. I can get Riley out, but if Cameron goes, I wouldn't be too mad about it. And I think everybody has that same sentiment. It's like, sure, Riley is the target. She can go. I would however, love to see Cameron go. However, comma, if Cameron goes, nobody's mad. And you well, can and get, I, yeah. Sorry. And they can get Riley next time. Well, that's what I was going to say as well. It's like, I feel like if it, if the noms, are Riley and Cameron and the veto isn't used, I absolutely agree with you, Esme. I think mm-hmm. the way Heisem is trying to set up his game moving forward is to just completely dismantle Riley's game, mm-hmm. which I get and I understand. Um, and if she does end up staying, either by winning the veto herself or someone taking her off the block or her surviving the eviction, he wants to make sure that basically she has no one in the house. Which is a little, you know, a, a not. I'm not saying a little much, but his whole plan is to make sure she goes. Right. And if she doesn't go, what's next? I would love to like if I, Riley then wanted, <laughs> we should be like, wow. This is me personally, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm putting this on the record. I would love for if Riley doesn't go this week or if she does go this week fine if she goes this week fine i want next week the power to shift back to the other side of the house 
and they go after Heisman, and then they get him out, and then we shift it back over to the. I wouldn't. Could you imagine if like America won HOH? Oh, what would America do? I want or if Matt wins. What would or Matt, Matt wins do? HOH or Look, like Matt, Riley go? Blue H- Blue's not gonna win HOH. Blue doesn't want to win HOH. Blue, <laughs> Blue doesn't if, want the power. <laughs> Blue winning HOH, I don't think she won it, but she wouldn't be able to put up Heisem because that pack. Oh, I, yeah, I, she wouldn't. I don't, I, don't, I don't want anybody who won't put up Heisem to win. I need, like, America to win or Corey to win. What would Corey do? Corey would probably put up Heisem and if Riley stays, I feel like, well, okay, whoever stays between Riley and Cameron would go up mm-hmm. against Heisem. Mm-hmm. That's what would happen if Corey won. And that would be perfect because they're both sides of the house would be like, we want to keep Heisen. We want to keep Cameron. It'll be a split house for the vote. Split like, vote. Oh my yeah. God, I would love it. That's good TV. That's good TV. This was boring TV. 13-0, boring TV. Don't want it. Don't need it. We don't need you. I books. mean, the alternative would have been Felicia getting evicted, and I didn't want to see that happen. <sighs> Apparently, there also was, from what we understand on feeds, there was a little bit of a last-minute push to save uh, Kirsten. It was so minimal. It was so minimal, it was so so minimal, minimal. but it did exist. And then the fact that Riley could have done it, and she was just like, no, no. She was said straight blind, don't know, and then want to say, oof. I regret not saving Kirsten. Yeah, could have done it. You can't regret after the fact. America and then Izzy. Oh, baby. America, then Izzy, then oh. I don't know. Then Matt, then Sari. The Felicia. A Sari HOH. A Sari oh HOH, I'm here for. Or a Felicia Has HOH. She, okay. I was thinking about this the other day. Has Sari ever won an individual competition? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I don't remember her winning individual immunity ever. I very well could be wrong. Actually, you know what? I'm pretty sure I could just Google that thing. I don't think you. I don't think Sari has ever won individual. Because there weren't any individual challenges on the traders. No. And I don't think there were any individual challenges on Snake in the Grass. So, are you gonna tell me? I don't think she has, but it. I just wanted oh, to be best. Challenge wins total. It doesn't give me. If she won seven or, challenges on Panama, yeah, but, but like they're. I feel like those are teams. All, all tribe based, right? But right. I mean, I don't know. I don't think she has, but I'm just like, okay, well. That's fine. I would love for Sarita to win something. Oh, she has indeed, I believe. Um, I think she won an individual reward. Oh. Okay. Yep. Sari won a an individual award reward in a Survivor Panama. Oh, good for uh, it was oh it was the the smash challenge the one where they um you have to guess what the right answer is within the group and then you like chop um, the things and eliminate people so we won that one <laughs> okay well you know what great for her. i would like to see her win 
another individual challenge. And I absolutely agree. I will say as well, from what uh, Jared and Heisen were talking about, I guess Felicia did decently well in the yeah. comp, which I'm like, yay, good. I um, feel like the mental comps can be comps that we could see a Sari or a Felicia or a it, Bowie. A Bowie or Izzy win. And I'm I like still, I still feel like Bowie is like this. I feel like when we get to the wall comp, I feel like mm -hmm. Bowie could come out of absolute nowhere and win a wall comp. Yeah. I and wouldn't I would be surprised. I think I think the two I'm people, scared though. I'm scared. I think the three people with the best chance of winning a wall comp, honestly, are Bowie, Matt, and America. Mm-hmm. Maybe McColl. Put Maybe, McColl in Mimi. there. I think Mimi definitely could could be there as well. Um but yeah, I mean that's that's all I have, Lana. I don't that's, I didn't have anything else from feeds. Feeds are I mean, still, down as we speak, still down. So. Yeah, it's still down. Um, we don't know. I, hopefully, it's who we think it is. If not, we'll it's going to be Riley and someone. And Riley and somebody. Out. Yeah. So it is what I'm it thrilled. is. So yeah, that's all I have. Well, that's that. Thank you so much for joining us for our week one wrap up. Um, we do have a cute, oh my God, literally. I um, agree. And I cannot wait till we get it's it. Going, I, it's going to be an a la <laughs> queen icon, Jessica Milagros. Ah! I'm very excited about it. I'm or thrilled. Tamar Braxton, queen Tamar Braxton. Oh my God. <laughs> I need, I need Felicia to embody the spirit of Tamar Braxton in the big house. Like that's what I need for my spirit. Honestly. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, we do have house guests, a new consistent kind of schedule for when we are going live because we decided we're just gonna go live for the season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're just, it's easier if we go live. So this is what it's looking like for our live schedule. So we'll be live three times a week. We're saying three times a week because I think this yeah. season deserves it. Um, the the Wednesday stream, we might get rid of as the season goes on and there's less people. We don't know. We're, it's a work in progress for us. But we'll be live Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, and Fridays at 6 p.m. Eastern to talk about Big Brother 25. Yeah. Because it seems like it's going to be a season worth talking about. It seems like there's going to be a lot to talk about this season. <laughs> I, I mean, as long as Sari Field is in the house, we'll be going live three times a week. For sure. No and doubt. As long as Jared and Felicia and Mimi. Izzy. Mimi. Mimi. And mm -hmm. Bowie. I'm throwing Bowie in there. And, and I'm going to throw, throw Matt because I adore Matt. And I don't I'm care what they throw say. Blue, because I think she's lovely. Blue is not that girl for me. That's she fair. ain't that girl I who I thought. For sure. She's not that she's girl not. I thought she was going to be. I wanted her to be something else. She's not the girl I wanted her to be. Sorry, but yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. So we'll be live again on Monday. We will mm -hmm. be talking about the Sunday episode. We'll be talking about, we'll have veto comp, veto meeting by then. Um, feeds will probably be down like while we're doing it so um, we'll be talking about all of that and then yeah we'll be talking about Big Brother in the meantime yeah. make sure you're subscribed over here at the Cup TV because um, we do a lot of reality content most of it right now is Big Brother so if you're a Big Brother fan make sure to subscribe hit all of the buttons on your preferred audio or visual platform that say you support us because we support you make sure to follow our main channel as well the Cup Pod 
uh, for all of our drag and drag race coverage. Um, more channels to come at some point in the near future. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Cup Pod for all of your most up-to-date cup news and our funny moments because we're some funny bitches. Get your merch. Link below. I forgot I put my tea in my cup mug. I was about to do all the things, but I cannot. Eventually, we'll just make like a we'll make a sound bite and we'll just have it. It'll be fine. Um, with that being said, cheers. Cheers. Bye. From way outside the Big Brother house. I'm Logan, and that's Lana, and we're expect the unexpected. Live, love, and laugh. Bye.